Welcome to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower to achieve your weight and life goals and make your mark in the world. Your host is Dr. Carla, activist MD. If you're a teen who's looking to revolutionize your health and can't wait to follow your dreams, welcome to the IME Community. video. Hope you're liking and subscribing to the videos. I've been doing a lot. I'm so excited about all the things happening with IME community. Make sure if you're a teen 12 to 18, struggling with your weight, your body image, you want to create a body positive community in a body negative world with me, with me. I've been through all this myself. I'm here to help you. I've done a ton of work in my career as a pediatrician on advocacy. So we'll be able to address a lot of amazing things, but you know, really I'm gonna focus on you and your magical life and what are your dreams, okay? What are your dreams for yourself? And this, um, if you've been paying attention, which I hope you have, and if not, no time like the present to start to join in. Um, I'm doing a year of self-love superpower mantras. Mantras are really powerful um, affirming statements. Um, and and I, I think that, you know, they've helped me a ton um, align with like my vision for myself, like my dreams instead of focusing and helping me to like also keep going with my goals. So I thought this year we'll create um, a daily like flip calendar. So I'm writing depending on how I want to show up or what I see on TikTok, which I'm on a lot. I'm, I'm also, that's another thing with, I'm reading this book, Atomic Habits, or I just finished listening to it on Audible actually. So I'm having just a lot going through my mind as usual about how I can get all this amazingness to you all and focus on habits instead of just like goals. And I think this is just going to be super powerful. I know it will be super powerful work. Um, so anyway, writing and writing a mantra and um, showing up every day and getting it out on TikTok, getting it on Instagram. And, and then at the end of the month, I do the, um, the mantras that I've done for the month. So you might wanna check that YouTube video um, and the podcast out um, that has the February self-love superpower mantras, everything good in life comes from self-love. And uh, this month, if you like basketball like me, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, Rock Chalk Jayhawk KU. That's where I went to college and medical school. Um, anyway, if if you like basketball, you're gonna like this month. It's March Self-Worth Madness. Okay. We're focusing on self-worth. And today my mantra that I just posted on TikTok, um, I put them on these little post-it notes. Um, and this one for today is Self-acceptance is like a warm blanket that's always there for me. So I want you to write these things down. And if you join IME community, that's what I coach you on in the beginning. I want you to have full love and acceptance for yourself right now. Uh, it's 
it, your weight doesn't matter. You can fully love accept yourself. Don't put it on the finish line of a goal, okay? Self-acceptance, self-worth, it's all important. Self-worth is an inside game. That's the theme of this month. Okay, so very exciting stuff. So I want to um, talk to you all today about um, how parents get it wrong when approaching our teens, um, and I'm gonna say are because I'm a parent of teens and then my oldest is 21, and I get a lot of stuff wrong, and my kids will be the first ones to tell you that. Um, but, you know, we, we get it wrong even if we show up with good intentions, and there are some parents out there, unfortunately, who do um, bully their kids in their home. They're really stuck in diet culture and thinking, and they believe the big diet culture lie that if you don't reach some certain weight or, you know, you're not going to be as successful or as happy. It's all a complete, utter lie that ruin it just ruins our lives i mean it's a waste of our time and we're here to live our big magical amazing fun life and i'm here to tell you my whole philosophy of meeting in the middle like you can be body positive you can fully love and accept yourself now and then let's work on your health goals that's the only way that they're going to be sustainable um but we we i look at health as um you know the whole approach to health so your emotional your mental health and your self-love superpower we start there that's super important and then the you know the food the the movement all that stuff your sleep all those kind of habits those come you can you learn those tools and skills um, and then learn all the coaching skills from me that you need um, but you have to show up I mean, you have to be somebody who wants to be forward thinking show up as your true self recognizes like that your your stuck thoughts are keeping you stuck where you are and and not um not achieving your goal or something like that so anyway it's all amazing i want you to join IME community i'm doing so much for parents too and after this i'm recording i've already written two blogs on bullying so i'm writing a um, series of weight bullying um, and teens and what you all are experiencing how to set boundaries what we can do as parents um, what we can do as educators what we need to do as doctors um, talk about cyberbullying. you know I've experienced some of that on these social media apps I was just telling my husband last night I did a live yesterday afternoon on TikTok while I was just like fixing my lunch I'm just like I'll just get on there coach some folks and most of the time it's awesome and it's great but I mean, there's some trash people on that app. I mean, that can be in a trash app. And um, so I'm like, at this point, it's not enough to, um, to avoid it or stop it, but it's definitely something in the back of my mind. I'm not ready to make a decision on that, but it's definitely something in the back of my mind that I, you know, I have a strategy for like, you know, blocking, muting, reporting, all that stuff. But at the same time, I feel like these rude comments are something I don't want to deal with in my life. I've dealt with a lot of bullying. I've dealt with a lot of microaggressions and outright aggressions. And I'm just like, I'm not here for that. So anyway, I'm thinking about that. I don't have all the answers. Um, life is a mix of things. There's These are nuanced decisions. Social media is like the mix of the good and the bad. You know, it really comes up as a shade of gray. Okay, so parents, I know you have good intentions. Believe me, I do as a parent. I think I do. 
Um, <laughs> I try. But, you know, when it comes to teens struggling with weight and body image, are parents helping or harming? And I'm learning so much from coaching teens and parents and learning on TikTok all the ways parents are actually kind of getting it wrong. And then I'm helping you all flip the script. That's what I do with IME community is so that we start to transition to getting it right and showing up as a loving, supportive parent who's there for our teen and wants them to live their amazing, magical life. And we don't parent from fear and lack and we're out of diet culture and it's awesome. Okay. It's more fun. Um, okay. So I know you have good intentions and you're getting a lot of parenting right, but, and in our society, we can't help but get this wrong. I mean, when you look at our food system, the diet culture, the diet industry, doctors, you know, us physicians, pediatricians, even we haven't been that helpful. Um, you see us rarely, but we're also not, you know, offering that much measuring BMI isn't always helpful. Sometimes those conversations with the doctor can even be triggering and then, um, parent, you know, they get a, a lot of, you know, blame and shame and guilt going for the parents, which isn't helpful because what do you do when you're a parent, you think you need to fix and solve. And if the doctor, you know, you have a visit with the doctor and your, your teen's doctor, you know, you come away from that and you, you feel guilt, shame, or blame, then you're going to go to the teen, right? And try to fix and solve and get rigid and get in their lane and, and maybe cause more harm. So those conversations are important. Um, and I'm here to help you with all of that. Okay. We have to do what I call like micro coaching. We, we need that. Like I had that with my amazing coach and you need to like baby step, like in the moments, we don't need these bullet point talking points and recommendations or people telling us what to do. You know your teen, you know yourself, you know your family, okay? We're not gonna have a one and done conversation, but you're just gonna have a more like compassionate approach that's more helpful, that that lightens up on things. Because parents, we have created a lot of perfectionism in our teens. We've created a lot of high stakes around things that don't even freaking matter. And our teens are feeling it. They're not showing up. They don't have the self-confidence to show up. They're so worried about failing. I, I see this in the teens I'm coaching. And there's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with them. It's just a manifestation of how we have parented and that we've gotten suckered in to being attached to thoughts and beliefs that, that don't serve us, okay? And believe me, again, I'm... I am the poster child parent for all that crap. Okay. Um, and I did a podcast and YouTube video on life coaching Gen X parents on like global tragedies, like how to have conversations around like Russia invading Ukraine. And it's like, and I had 10 like different um, key points that I want you to take into consideration when you're talking to teens about heavy stuff going on in the world. Okay. All right, it's okay. We don't have to sit and focus on all the things we're getting wrong, but these are just awareness points, okay? This is not shaming or blaming, okay? All right, and you're here. If you're listening, you're an awesome parent, okay? So um, anyway, so let's get the Band-Aid ripped off and learn maybe some of the ways that we're showing up that might not be helpful for our teens who are struggling with weight and body image, okay? So, number one, stay stuck in believing the diet culture lie we grew up with. <sighs> Reality check, thin does not mean happy. 
Number two, give up on your teen and yourself as a parent. It's like, they're not motivated. I hear this all the time. They're not motivated. You don't understand. My teen's lazy. You get all these beliefs, all that crap. Not helpful. So if you're giving up on yourself or as a parent, giving up on your teen, stop that. Number three, perpetuating weight stigma and bias in your home. Check up on some of those beliefs that you have going around in your head. Number four, make your teen's weight mean anything about you as a parent. Nothing, nothing. Number five, focusing on your teen's weight and not focusing on your teen's strengths, which is so important to do. And we need to do that. Do a U-turn on all this stuff for yourself too, okay? Number six, teach your teens to be self-critical and to not process or allow all human emotions. Okay, role modeling self-compassion, that's what I coach on every minute of every day. That's all, you, you don't have to be a perfect eater. You don't have to run a freaking marathon every day, okay? Nobody's looking at you, as my mom used to say. So stop being self-critical in front of your teens, picking yourself apart. Just create a pause, recognize when you're doing it, and stop it. Number seven, think there's something going wrong when your teen is at a different stage of change than you are. Again, when you're like, they're unmotivated, they're lazy, they just may not have all the information. They may not, it may not be a goal that's commanding their attention right now. There's nothing going wrong. You're different people. It doesn't mean that they're going to stay there forever, but shaming them and blaming them, yeah, that, that ain't going to work. That's not going to motivate them for change. I talk about this all the time, coaching with compassion versus coaching with compliance. And as a parent, you can coach with compassion and you show up as compassionate rather than just telling them what to do, which is what I tend to do because I'm like, let's wrap this up, you know? Okay. Um, number eight, make, make it mean that your teen is unmotivated. Number nine, don't focus on your teen's strengths or nurture their gifts. So if you're not focusing on their strengths or recognizing your teen's gifts, then, then they're not going to be nurtured. As parents, we need to nurture our teen's gifts. Uh, number 10, fixate on fixing and solving your teen or believe there's something broken when your teen is unbroken. Number 11, create shame triggers by getting in your teen's business, parents do this all the time, and judging the amount of food your teen's eating. This doesn't allow your teen to create self-trust or intuitive eating. Why are you eating that? Aren't you done? Are you having seconds? Why are you going to the cabinet? You just ate, blah, 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 blah. Number 12, I know that's really hard because you get triggered when you watch and you fear and you think you need to help. But there's nothing going wrong, it's okay. All right, coach yourself in your head. There's nothing going wrong. It's okay. I'm staying in my lane. Number 12, make it about yourself as a parent and blame the teen and their weight for how you feel about yourself as a parent. Okay, your teen's weight has nothing, your thoughts, your feelings come from your thoughts. Thought rainbow, I've told you that before. It's a rainbow that comes and goes. All right, number 13, are you your teen's food police? Okay, are you saying that's a good or a bad food and you're monitoring it all the time? Yuck. Number 14, create antitrust eating and the opposite of intuitive eating skills by getting in your teen's lane when eating. Some of these are pretty redundant, but um, I have my 10 steps to self-trust eating and I'm just telling you, like if you're in your teen's lane, they're never going to be able to listen to their, and we have a hard enough time with our food system and all the marketing to teens. It's just super hard. 
Um, so it's hard enough to create self-trust eating. It's hard enough to become an intuitive eater. That takes a lot of, in of um, intention. It takes a lot of habit skill building. That's why you need to join IME community because we work on that stuff. Okay. Number 15, not recognizing or ignoring the signs of disordered eating and not getting the help that your teen needs. This is very critical. And I did um, an incredible interview with Dr. Jillian Riggert on eating um, disorders thrive in secrecy. So let's talk about it. And it's 90 minutes well spent. It's a very compassionate, very um, nuanced conversation that she and I had about eating disorders and I can tell you like you can't judge someone's um, it, whether someone has an eating disorder based on their weight or their external appearance we get that really wrong in our society it causes a lot of harm number 16 being self-critical and judging your parenting and then shifting the blame to the teen so this is what happens all the time again poster child for this if if we're blaming and shaming ourselves then we want to get it out get it off so then we we get to the teen so then if we fix them then we won't have to feel that way as a parent like if only they didn't have that problem then I wouldn't feel guilty like that I gave it to them that I'm a bad mom that you know we have this family history or whatever the heck that none of that's true none of that is true okay so those are just thoughts and maybe strong powerful thoughts like a belief coming up in your brain and if you stay attached to those you're never going to get anywhere okay so recognize if you're judging and blaming and shaming the teen then you're doing it to yourself i had this situation last night with my with my kids i probably did this five times yesterday with my kids at least uh, number 17, not taking a whole holistic approach to your teen's health. So really starting with emotional and mental health. When I worked with uh, the teen members of IME community and we, um, we coached on like what we're reclaiming health as like our first step in being, being body positive. And so reclaim your definition of health. And they started with emotional and mental health as the first part and most important part and and if you don't have that then you don't have any anything number 18 not listening or having fun with your teen it's it's okay to have fun joke around spend some time with them number 19 believe your teen's success has anything to do with their weight so please get unstuck from that because you're going to be super disappointed if you're not addressing emotional mental health and looking at all the the issues that may be coming up for your teen um, and you think that um, you have an expectation or a checklist um, that if if they have this weight and they reach this weight then they'll be happy and all the success will come to them and then parents really miss out and doctors miss out on a lot of emotional struggles and very intense mental health issues so success has nothing to do with their weight I'm not saying this you can't feel better when you have you're at a healthier weight or you're doing in focusing on health behaviors that you want to work on and and that is going to make you feel better physically but please the number on the scale again let's get rid of it bye number 20 role modeling negative self-talk as a way to motivate yourself instead of self-compassion so when we're really hard on ourselves oh gosh i can't believe that you know blah 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 negative 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 that's not going to work you need to show you make mistakes you're human 
there's there's nothing going wrong it's a part of being a human you're gonna fail we're all gonna fail it doesn't mean you're a failure okay number 21 thinking you have to be a role model for perfect eating and fitness you do not you do not but you can still help your teen improve their health their holistic health and not cause harm okay in fact probably better not to be like perfect get out of perfectionism it's ugh, not helpful okay number 22 believing you need to be perfect okay <laughs> recognize and do the work around perfectionism because when it gets in our teens i mean my husband and i we really really struggle with this it's just we i have worked so so hard and he's like oh you've helped me a lot carla um but i mean don't create high stakes over things it makes it makes like moving forward on any action that we take especially something we take for ourselves it makes it freaking grueling and it's really our teens are struggling with this so you're not going to be a perfect parent you're going to fail you're going to make mistakes believe me i make a lot of them every day all right and it's okay perfect doesn't exist it's a lie number 23 not recognizing when you're triggered to overfunction and you then believe you need to fix and solve your teen's weight so I got to overfunction. I got to get in there. We're going to do, th that's how I am, like super action oriented. Like, okay, we're going to Google this. We're going to change this up. We're going to go to the store. You're going to go with me. We're going to meal plan. We're going to do all these things. It's like, okay, fine. But, and like I'm reading Atomic Habits or I finished listening to it on Audible, like I said, it's, it's not a, um, it's not a one and like a one and done deal where you're like, okay, I've done this, I've showed up, and then you know recognize that that's just perfectionism because you're trying to get out of of your self doubt and your fear of failure and the criticism that might come if if something doesn't work. Okay, um, number twenty four. Having scarcity of opportunity mindset to help your teen. I get a lot of this when I'm coaching parents and I get a lot of this on TikTok. Like, well, he buys junk food, he has a job, he, that's what he wants to eat all the time. He pays for it and I'm so worried because he's going to college, he's moving out of the house and it's just gonna be horrible for him. He's gonna be a crappy eater. And um, he doesn't care about his health. And she's like, I don't feel like I can do anything, but I feel like I want to do something. It's like she's thinking her only chance is to now, there's a lot going on in that mom's head, thinking that her only chance is to, you know, get him to eat healthy and get him to teach him this, like right before he goes to college. But have an abundance mindset, just make some easy changes yourself. When you change your teen changes, it's okay. All right. Number 25, making your teen's health all about you. I get this so much and I get this um, because we don't want our teens, like if we've had a struggle with disordered eating or a journey with health um, that's like included becoming overweight, emotional eating, trauma, um, diabetes or fatty liver disease or PCOS or any of these things that maybe we've been diagnosed with, um, and then parents get really scared and fearful that their teen is going to have that same, same journey and they, they end up like really fretting about it, which, you know, it's like, it's natural to worry about your teen. It's natural to bring your, yourself into it, but your, um, teen's journey, their health journey is not going to be the same as yours because they're a completely different person. Okay. 
So stay tuned and that's 25 lots of things, okay? So stay tuned and I'm gonna help you all flip the script on this. In fact, I've already written a conversation script for how a parent can approach a teen about weight. And um, I'm excited to coach you all. So make sure you join IME Community, like and subscribe to this channel, listen on the IME Community um, podcast on Apple and Spotify, and um, stay tuned for the bullying series and check out all the blogs because they're awesome. Okay. All good stuff, we're in this together, we're gonna make it, we're going to reject diet culture, cancel it permanently from our lives. We're going to find self-love superpower and we're gonna help our teens lead fun, healthy and balanced lives, okay? That's all we want. All right, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower. The content of this podcast represents the opinions of Dr. Carla Lester and is not intended as, and shall not be understood as, a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The opinions shared reflect the host and guest and do not represent an organization or medical group. Always seek the advice of your physician or therapist if you have concerns about your health. And please, like and subscribe to the IME Community Podcast. Share IME with your friends and go to imecommunity.com to join the member community. Don't forget to follow IME on social.